This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hello and welcome to the Scraby Show. It is Friday we are heading into a three-day weekend for mo- for some of us. I know not everybody, but I am definitely looking forward to this three-day weekend ahead. It's, uh, you know, it's been a grind ever since we got back from the holiday break, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I really wouldn't have it any other way because I would be bored doing everything else or doing nothing else, really. But we are going to be talking about something actually pretty pretty uh, heavy today. Not heavy as in a bad thing, but we're actually going to talk about some big news that came out of Padres Spring Training today. So I, I know that some of you are just getting in your car or just turning on the Odyssey app or YouTube right now, and you don't know that Hassan Kim, the Padres have announced that Hassan Kim is going to move to shortstop and Xander Bogarts is going to move to second base. So, yes, that's huge news. Huge news. And in the second segment, we're going to talk, we're going to play some audio from Xander Bogarts. And I think it's interesting audio because you need to hear how he answers some of these things. And and don't get me wrong. I am not trying to cause problems. I'm not saying that this is going to cause problems, but there's, there's, uh, I guess there is something to us listening to the audio and trying to gauge how Xander Bogarts feels. Now, ultimately, Xander Bogarts is coming out of this as I thought he would, which is being a great teammate, and he's accepting of it, and so we'll hear all of that, but it it is something that we, it's the biggest news story for us so far this offseason for the Padres, I mean, Juan Soto being traded, but spring training news story, it's the biggest one of those, so we'll dive in deep here uh, in just a second, and we'll also dive in deep in the second um segment of the show i don't know if anybody well first this is matt scraby in the scraby show you need to go to youtube right now you need to search 97.3 the fan you need to go to facebook you need to go to 97.3 the fan or you can go to my ex at matt scraby but i brought this up earlier on the chat, and I also was thinking about it earlier in the day, but I'm going to lose some of you, and I'm going to perk everybody, perk the others' ears up with this one, but there is a channel called Nickelodeon Gas, or I don't know what it's, I think it's Nickelodeon Gas, but I was cruising through the, the guide the other day, and I saw it say Legends of the Hidden Temple, and Legends of the Hidden Temple was one of my favorite shows to watch on Nickelodeon as a kid. My brother and sister, I'm the oldest, so then it goes my sister, then my brother, but we always used to watch it. It was like purple parrots and silver monkeys and green or silver snakes, I'm sorry. I'm I'm messing all of them up. Uh, Blue Barracuda. 
if you're listening to those names and it's striking, it, it's hitting you in the feels because you know what I'm talking about. Go to Nick Gas and watch some of these shows. Other shows that I used to watch back in the day that I thought were awesome on Nickelodeon, uh, the arcade one, Nick Arcade. Loved Nick Arcade. They had that the whole challenge at the end of Nick Arcade that was like you go into like a virtual reality world and you have to go and and like punch different things. And so it's really fun. It's really fun. If you're in my age group and you should go and watch Nick Gas right now because you're gonna love it. Wild and crazy kids, salute your shorts, all that stuff. I even watched Rugrats back in the day. Which is, you know, a little bit too old for me, but I did watch him. I did have a brother and sister, as I said, so there you go. Uh, All right, I think it's time to just jump right into it because it is Friday. People want their news. People want their news on the ride home. It's time to get caught up on the latest with the news of the day. All right, first news story of the day, Xander Bogarts. We just talked about it. Vader Bogart's moving to second, and Hassan Kim moving to shortstop permanently. Now, again, we're going to play the audio here in about 10, 15 minutes. But on the first, the first thought of all of this is that Xander Bogarts is uh, he he's in the Padres' eyes, he's better suited at second base, and Hassan Kim is better suited at shortstop because he can cover more ground. And he might be even a a better defensive shortstop. And he probably is a better defensive shortstop than Xander Bogarts. But uh, I, I kind of see this in a couple different ways. I see this as a kind of a strange departure from what you thought you were going to do this year. So I don't really know if there's something behind this. I don't know if there's some sort of conspiracy theory. I don't know if there's some sort of, um, plan that the Padres have going forward with this move, but you know, talking to Tony before the show, I I immediately thought, okay, this means that Hassan Kim is not going to be traded, or at least not being shot to be traded, because Hassan Kim, they're not going to move positions between two players and then cause kind of an awkward moment for a couple of them just to trade Hassan Kim away. And so I was thinking that, like, there is no way. This is a sign that they are telling us that they are not going to trade Hassan Kim because they are moving positions and they're making a big deal out of this. And I, I say big deal because it is kind of a big deal. But I really hope this moves them forward and puts them in a better spot. And you'll hear it in about 10 minutes or so. But Xander Bogart said himself that he said himself that maybe it is time to move over to second base and he thinks that now is the time to do it so I think it's a good move for the team I think Xander Bogarts took it as a good move for the team Xander Bogarts you'll hear also says that Kimmy is what he calls him he respects him a lot so he may even see the fact that Hassan Kim is a better shortstop at his position or a better shortstop at that position than Xander Bogarts so we'll we'll, we'll um, have to you know, keep an eye on this throughout spring training because there were a few things that Xander Bogarts was concerned about. And one of them was the double play kind of, uh, he is now moving to second base. So he has a completely different role in the double play um, play. And so he's going to have to learn how to do that. But I have no issues. I have no 
I, I don't have any worries about Xander Bogarts becoming a good or great second baseman. So we'll get into that more in just uh, 10 minutes or so. Second news story of the day is Tiger Woods and Jordan Spieth are out of the Genesis Open. Now, I, I had a very unpopular take maybe like a half hour ago where I said maybe it's time for Tiger to stop playing golf. And here's the reason I said it. I am a massive Tiger Woods fan. I, I'm going to preface it with that. I grew up in Tiger Woods' heyday. When he came on tour in 1999, I was 14 years old. So I got to see all of Tiger Woods' career and remember all of his career. And so I couldn't get enough of Tiger Woods as a young golf fan. I, I mean, I went out there trying to be Tiger Woods. I would try to hit the stinger. I would try to wear the red. Tiger Woods is a, is a huge reason as to why I love golf as much as I do. But here's why I think it's time for him to stop playing. I think it's time to stop playing because at this point, you're not hurting a legacy, but you're not competing. And Tiger Woods has always been the guy who says he's not entering a tournament unless he thinks he can win it. And I guess I should also say he's out because of illness. But I don't know that we that we need to see Tiger Woods in these tournaments anymore. And it's an unpopular opinion. It really is. And I'm way out on my own on this one, and I understand that. But I don't know that the Tiger tracker, the Tiger cam, the constant cameras on him all the time, I don't know that we really need that anymore. It's just he he's not playing championship golf anymore. And I would like to see Tiger in a different role in his career. And if he wants to go play on, you know, a different tour later on in life that's fine but right now he's not he's not the guy that we all know and love in regards to his play on the course and tiger woods will go down as the best golfer of all time he's going to go down and on the most influential athlete of all time i think because think about how he changed the game of golf and yes elisa said not no scrapes doubling down on tiger I don't hate Tiger Woods. I just think we've seen the better part of Tiger Woods' career. There's nothing wrong with someone retiring. And so I guess maybe because golf is a sport where you can play late into your life, maybe he doesn't need to retire. But I don't want to get excited for a Tiger Woods golf tournament and then realize that he's out because he's sick or he's hurt or something like that. So there's my unpopular Tiger opinion. My other part of this is Jordan Spieth. He is disqualified from the tournament because he signed an incorrect scorecard. And Chris and Tony and I were talking, you know, before they left the studio about what can they really do? Do we really need to keep score as a golfer on the course? And ultimately, no. The answer is no. And I saw a funny chat earlier in, in the YouTube. And it, it was, I, I can't remember who said it, but they said, why are we still using pencils and pieces of paper to keep score in golf? And I fully agree with that. This is a lot of money and a lot of golf points and a lot of standings that are lost by Jordan Spieth because he entered, I, I believe he entered, he got a par when he actually got a bogey, which is wrong. I mean, you can't just change your score, nor do I think Jordan Spieth meant to change his score because obviously you know you're going to get disqualified if you turn in a, fa um, a false scorecard. But they have these guys tracked everywhere. You can go to PGATour.com 
and you can go and watch this golf tournament through the leaderboard, and you can see every single shot that they hit. You can see how far they hit it in the air. You can see how far it rolled. You can see how fast it was off the club face. You can see all of that now. So why do we need the golfers to use a pencil and a piece of paper to keep their own score? I think it's time for the PGA Tour to move it into electronic scoring. I don't think that they need to do this anymore. This was a thing 50, 60, 70 years ago when they didn't have the electronic scoring or they didn't have the electronic scoreboards. So I understand why it was made a rule, and I understand why you would be disqualified back in the day because there was less cameras, there was less people watching, so it was easier to change your score and have no one know. So that's why that rule's there. But I think they need to get rid of that rule now. I really do. It, it, uh, Jordan Spieth is a popular player. He was playing well. He shot a 66 yesterday. He did shoot a 73 today, but he was still under par for the tournament. And now all those people that are going to the tournament are not going to see him. Tiger Weeds. Weeds. <laughs> Tiger Weeds. Tiger Woods or Justin Thomas. We're not going to see those guys anymore. And that's a huge loss for that tournament. It really is a huge loss for that tournament. Last news story of the day is going to be something we talked about last night. So maybe I ended up helping Whit Merrifield get a job because we talked about whether or not it was Will Myers or Whit Merrifield. Who would you like to bring in? And uh, Whit Merrifield, apparently, the Phillies heard about this and they're like, oh, we got to get him into our team because Scraby wants him. But one year, $8 million deal with the Philadelphia Phillies. And that's just going to shore up their position or their bench. And he's going to be a good contributor to that team. So. Not the greatest thing in the world having Whit Merrifield in the NL. Not that he's a he's going to change the fortunes of the Phillies, but still, he's still he's a good player and he's going to be a good player off the bench for them. All right, you're listening to the Scraby Show, ninety-seven three, the Fan, TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Uh, that's another great TV one. TV TBI. TGIF. That's another great TV when I was growing up. You had Family Matters. You had Step by Step. I can't remember the other two, but there were some great, great shows on TGIF. All right. When we get back, you're going to hear from Xander Bogarts and hear from Mike Schilt. So you can kind of judge for yourself how they feel about this position switching between Hassan Kim and Xander Bogarts. So stick around. That's up next on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Almost had a very scary situation back here in studio just now. Very scary. I was trying to get everything set up for me to come on the show and talk to you all. And my headphones, if you're on YouTube, you can see my headphones got all wrapped up and I couldn't move. I was like right here the whole time. It was very scary. I thought I was never getting out of it. Thought I was going to just be here for the rest of my life. Stuck next to the microphone. It is a Friday, everybody, and it is a Friday heading into a three-day weekend. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Scraby Show on 97.3 The Fan. We got Anthony. We got Evan. We got Maria. We got Elisa. We got... I hope I'm not really going to say your name wrong. Man Leo. Uh, we also have Annabelle. We have a lot of people in the chat right now. Bob's in the chat. Jesse's in the chat. So uh, if you would like to join that community, go ahead and go to ninety or YouTube. Search 97.3 The Fan. Told you. It's been an insane week. Insane. I will not, and McKee, I will not get choked out by my headphones. But I almost did. I was very scared. I was very scared. Let's get back to the Padres and let's get back to Xander Bogarts and the decision to move him over to second base. Now, I think this is a really good decision for the Padres. I think this works for the Padres, and that's really why they did it, because it's going to make them better. We're going to hear from Mike Schilt here in just a second about why it makes them better. But the one thing I don't understand about this whole thing is how it came about, as in why it was just done today i would feel like this is a decision that's been talked about for a while i would feel like this is a decision you would want to talk to xander and hassan kim about but well before spring training because i can't think this just like came up in the meeting room last night or this morning and they were like you know what i think it's time for us to move xander to second and hassan kim to to shortstop so and in one of the clips i'm not sure if we're going to hear it here but in one of the clips, Xander Bogart says that the one thing that he is frustrated with is that he didn't take in the offseason, he didn't take any reps at second base because he thought he was playing shortstop. And he also signed with the team to be a shortstop. But, <clears throat> excuse me, but what you'll hear from Xander Bogart is that he's going, he, he's a class act and he's a teammate that everybody should want on their team. But if the Padres were really... I guess one of the thoughts that I had in the break was maybe they just decided that they weren't going to get a good enough trade package for Hassan Kim. And now it's time to showcase him at short. I keep thinking about the showcasing at short. But the more I think about it, the more I don't think they're going to be trading him at all just because of the impact it's had on the team already. So let's hear from Xander Bogarts. Here he is talking to the media about his thoughts on moving to second base. What are your feelings on your switch? Uh, I mean, I signed here as a shortstop, you know, but to me, I just live and die baseball, you know, and I felt like we had this conversation early in the morning, and I was like, listen, man, if this is the way that you guys view the team is better. I respect him, especially defensively. I I actually admire him a lot. So it maybe it can hurt, but 
I mean, I'm, I'm just doing it in the best interest of the team. And in the end, I feel like I'm at peace with, with moving off, you know, because I feel like if I, if I literally didn't really want to, I would have just let them know. And that would have been a, I wouldn't say a problem, but it might have been a tough situation. But I think I'm, I'm really at peace of going to have to move off, you know. So I think, I think that deep down in my heart, like I was actually cool with it, you know. I didn't expect maybe to be cool with it, but what what more can I accomplish in this game? You know, I, I I came here. The only reason I came here was to win a World Series. So if this is the way that that we're gonna get one, so be it. You know, I wanna I want a World. I was just thinking I want one at third base. I want one at shortstop, and it would be very nice to win one at second base. So I, I'm looking at the positive and. And actually, if, if we're going to have this conversation in like two years, hey, let's move you from here, from the position again or whatnot, like, let's just get out of the way now. You know, if this is a really good time for that our team is, is going to be much better this way, let's, let's just do it, you know? So there you go, Xander Bogarts. He said, I like how he said that he didn't, number one, I got to give the guy some credit for being as honest as you possibly could be in the face of this news because... Honestly, I don't think waking up this morning, he thought he was going to be moved to second base. So, you know, this kind of came out of nowhere for him. But I really appreciate the outlook of I was uh, I didn't think I was going to be cool with this, but I actually am cool with it. So that's why I don't think there's going to be any issues with this, because Xander Boger, it seems like he respects Kimmy, as he calls him a lot. And he said it. He said as much. And so when Xander Bogarts says I came here to win a World Series, and he's cool with going over to second. That truly 100% makes me feel like Xander Bogarts is in this to win a World Series. He wants that. And he wouldn't say that if he didn't feel like he could. He he wouldn't say that if he didn't feel like at some point this move for Kim to go to shortstop, he, he knows that it's going to help the team going forward. And when you kind of think about a player of his stature, Xander Bogarts, because he says in another clip, like he starts it off with, well, I came here to be a shortstop and I wanted to play shortstop. And that was just one year ago. So there could be, I guess, annoyance on Xander Bogarts part because he's been here a year already and only, I should say, he's been only here for a year, and they're already moving his position. So if I'm him, you know, there is some right to be frustrated with that. But he's not frustrated with it. He wants to do what's best for the team. And I know I'm not going to say the name, but I know that there were some issues last year with a player who may have not been uh, willing to go the extra mile. And Xander Bogarts is 100% willing to go the extra mile. I learned a lot about Xander Bogarts today, honestly. Um, I learned that he is an honest human being, and I learned that he is a team player. Here is Mike Schilt, Padres manager, talking about how this move makes the team better. Well, I mean, you know, listen, um, again, back to Kimmy. You know, he's, he's, he's an elite defender, um, finished in, towards the top of the voting a couple years ago at shortstop and gold glove. And I want to stop there, and, and, and I shared this with Bogey. This didn't, I didn't look, you talk about that rearview mirror of, of last year looking back at it. One of my personal reflections last year looking at where Xander Bogarts played at shortstop was very favorable, was very positive. Uh, you know, we're looking at, you look at it metrically, it's favorable. The eye test was favorable. 
so I don't want to misrepresent that like, Xander Bogus played a really good shortstop for the San Diego Padres last year, and it was a positive part of us and the success that we had. But now you look at it and you recognize that you do have a guy in Kimmy that also won a gold glove as a utility infielder. Um, that, And I will never speak for Bogey. You'll have an opportunity for, for, to ask him questions, speak for himself. But, you know, he recognizes Kimmy's value at shortstop and is a good teammate for that as well. So, um, And the good news also is we have some really great examples of guys being really good teammates and not only having success at it. You know, you look at Crony, this guy is can play shortstop, has played second, been a two-time all-star at second, and willingly um, and effectively went to first base and had a really nice year defensively last year as a first baseman. Um, you know, you mentioned Kimmy. Played shortstop the year before, you know, top three in most every metric defensively, um, including gold glove voting, moved to second base. Good attitude. What did he do? Wins a, wins a gold glove. Um, and then you look at a guy that going into the season, whatever rankings you want to say, um, but you look at going into the season um, two years ago with Tatis, was a top ten rated shortstop in all of Major League Baseball and comes back and makes a decision for the group to go to right field for bogey and wins a platinum gold glove. So we have great examples of guys with openness, team first mentalities, and more importantly, success being able to move positions and having having um, individual and team success um, as a part of that. So there was Mike Schilt talking to the media about why the team is better. And he's right. He brings up a lot of great points about why this team could be better this year and why this team could be better because of the players that are selfless. Fernando giving up his shortstop position to go to right field. Jake Croner with giving up second base to go over to first base. So there are a lot of team players on this team. And if I hope that shows all of you because it showed me that this team is really trying to win and they're doing everything that they can to win. Now, if you're Xander Bogarts, I saw a comment. I'm going to put this up on the stream. If you want to watch the show, you can go to YouTube. Just to search 97.3 The Fan. I want to put this one up there from Marco. If it was anyone other than Kim, I feel he wouldn't do it. And from what Zan said, I, I agree with that. I think that Xander Bogarts has seen what Hassan Kim could do, and he is a huge fan himself of Hassan Kim. And I think... He may not be happy about it, and I'm going to play one more clip of Xander Bogarts. He may not be happy about it, but he does sound like he has at least some acceptance of it, and he knows that it's for the good, better or for the – what is it? For the better? Yeah, for the better. I don't know why I can't speak English right now, but here's Xander Bogarts discussing how the Padres approached him. You kind of knew that at some point they would be yeah. talking to you about yeah. it. Was Mike in Aruba the first time that someone did talk to you about no. it? No. Okay. And so what has the process been like for you in terms of how do we get to today? Yeah, we got to today fast. Uh, I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, it, 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 they just approach about it. And it's not like I was like, hey, take ground balls a second, be prepared for any of that. That's probably the only part that, that maybe would have been a little, could have been a little different. But, I mean, I don't know how much interest they really had on, like, moving me off or whatnot. But... Once they came with that option today, it's like, as I said, man, I could have really be like, you know what, I, I don't want to move off yet, but deep down, I really feel like, you know what, it, it, it might be time, and especially the respect I have for Kimmy defensively uh, as a player, so if it makes us better, 
I mean, I'm, I'm in. Uh, ah, that was just a little <laughs> show and go. This is just a little bouncing around. Uh, double play feeds is going to be a little tough. And as I said, I think most of the tough plays will be around the double plays, you know, and the feeding and, and the receiving of the ball with, with me not being able to see the guy. Uh, those might be the, the tough the tough place, he was about to say. Uh, but there you go. You have him. You can hear it in his voice that it's a huge surprise to him. And uh, this day came too fast, he said. And he also said in that response that he could basically tell the Padres that he would like to block this and he wants to stay at shortstop. But he's not going to do that and he's not going to cause any issues. And he's just going to do what's best for the team. And so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how he plays at second base. I'm looking forward to seeing how he plays or how the how how Kim can help the team at shortstop because he didn't get to play much shortstop last year. Uh this is all good in my opinion. This is all very good in my opinion. Cactus Man says we got to it fast means he was told today. I don't necessarily believe that because we have Mike Schilt saying that they talked in Aruba about it. Now, we don't know what the actual conversation was. The actual conversation could have been, hey, we're thinking about doing this in the future, engaging his interest on it, because this is a kind of, it's a, it's a, de- a delicate, that's the word I was looking for. It's a delicate thing for the Padres to approach Xander Bogarts about specifically because when he came to the team, he signed and told them he wanted to be a shortstop. So this right here is why I think this offseason is already much better than, or sorry, spring training is already better than last year's spring training. Last year's spring training, we're talking about nothing but bad stuff, kettlebells, all of that. But this year we're talking about things that are actually going to matter on the field. And I also saw a comment earlier that A.J. Preller should be ashamed of himself because now he has a $280 million second baseman. Sure, he has a $280 million second baseman, but if he produces, why do you care? If he wins a World Series for San Diego or helps win a World Series for San Diego, why does he care? James says, not a good look on the Padres to keep moving players. Future potential acquisitions will weigh that before signing here. Oh, hope X goes golden. Shortstops don't want to play second. Well, if you listen to him in that, and James, I don't necessarily disagree with you. If you listen to that, though, you hear him say, you know, I think I'm, I think it's time for me to move over to second. He may himself even know that playing shortstop, those days are behind him. So why not move to a different position and become great at that as well? Like you said, he's played third, he's played short, now he's going to play second. And if he can win a gold glove at second, he's going to have many. He's going to have um, he's going to have a lot of options in his life if he wins a gold glove at second, short, and third. All right. Marco says the money means nothing. I agree with you, Marco. I agree with you. It's you know, and I gotta actually. Before we go to break, I know I'm really late. Actually, now they looked at the clock, but I got a message from someone the other day. And again, I'm going to be honest with all of you about everything. And I got a message from someone saying that I was too positive about this team and I need to take a harder stance on them because if I don't take a harder stance on them, then the media is going to let them be soft, which is a lot of stuff that was said. But I don't worry about things that have already happened. Sure, we can 
we can question whether or not a $280 million contract is going to hurt the team in 10 years. But I don't think that worrying about how much Xander Bogarts is being paid right now is a primary worry of Padres fans. I would be more worried about filling out the outfield. I would be more worried about getting that starting rotation set. I'd be more worried about the team winning this year. But Xander Bogart's being paid as much money as he's being paid is not going to take wins out of the Padres' pockets. I don't think so. At least I don't think so. All right, final segment coming up. We have a daily gripe, which I will tell you about, and it's about me this time, and it's something I'm realizing about myself. And we'll also have some random sports news. And if you have any questions or if you want to get involved, just let me know. Go to YouTube, go to X, all that good stuff. I'm Matt Scraby. Thanks for listening to The Scraby Show on 97.3 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours energy the tough labor you are a fighter medella is your reward medella the mark of a fighter trick responsibly beer imported by crown import chicago illinois baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We have some breaking news coming into the studio right now on 97.3 The Fan. Thanks to NY Mike 8 in the YouTube chat. Former Padre G-Man Choi has according or according to his agency has signed with the New York Mets. He signed a split contract with the Mets worth up to three and a half million dollars, including performance based bonus. If he makes the opening day roster choice or he, he gets a bit bonus if he makes the opening day roster. So there you go. I, I think he did. I'm going to go look this up because I'm not sure that G man Choi had a hit with the Padres and I'm not like trying to trash him or anything like that. Cause he did get hurt. And he didn't have all the opportunity in the world. But I'm trying to figure out if he had a hit with the Padres. I don't know that he did. Maybe he had like one, but I know that was a, something he was searching for. Uh, he had two with the Padres. Oh, this is some this is some rough numbers to look at right here. These are some rough numbers to look at. With the Padres, he had 41 plate appearances, two hits, no home runs, no or two RBIs, hit. and his OPS was 0.365. His OPS plus was 9. So not a very good stint for G-Man Choi uh, with the Padres. Yes, M. McKee, 23. My headphones are okay. I did not get cut in, or I did not get caught into the microphone again if you missed it. My, I tried to get in there, and my headphones got all tangled, and I thought I was going to be stuck there forever, and it was very scary. It was very scary scary uh all right so san diego state in about eh, 15 minutes or so they're going to be taking on new mexico so it's a pretty big game for san diego state 
They, I'm going to say it for the rest of the year. They are must win for the rest of the year. But I won't be able to update you on that because I'll be done by the time they get started. So just keep in mind that they are playing tonight. But back to Hassan Kim for one second because we talked about the. Oh, I'm sorry. My brain is all over the place. I wanted to share a text message that I got. And. This person said about Xander Bogarts, it makes him more endearing that he was honest versus only just fluffing it up. And I think that's very true. I think it's it's easier for me, at least, to like someone if they're going to be honest and they're going to be able to kind of be vulnerable around people. And that's what Xander Bogarts was 100% in front of the media. He was very vulnerable, and he didn't just give us the stock answers. He actually gave what he was thinking and what he was feeling. Uh, all right, back to Hassan Kim. So we talked about it with the Xander Bogarts thing, whether or not this means that Hassan Kim is going to be here long-term with the Padres. If he's going to be moved to shortstop, why would they cause all this uproar? Why would they do all this with uh, Xander Bogarts if they were going to move Hassan Kim, meaning trade him? So I personally don't think they're going to trade him anymore. But here is what they uh, Hassan Kim said this morning to the media. Sammy Lev doing great job out there at in Peoria at Padres Spring Training. So go to at Sammy Lev or at ninety seven three the Fantasy for all of this information and more. Uh, here is Hassan Kim through his translator David Lee. He was asked if he expects his agent to have talks with the Padres about getting a new contract done. Yeah, I think that's the conversation that um, my agent and the organization will have. Um, but um. As I've said before, I'm very content in San Diego. Um, I've always appreciated the support that I get from the fans, and then I have great teammates here around me, um, like uh, superstars and a very quality group of players. So um, I'm very appreciative of being in San Diego. And as I said, I, I always think, well, I get the same kind of support from the fans if I move to a different team. So I'm, I like it in San Diego so far. There you go. Didn't really say anything, but what he did say is that he's a huge fan of being a San Diego Padre and he wants to stay as a San Diego Padre. And I kind of like another, I, I kind of like him and that he is realizing that the grass may not be greener on the other side if he goes to a different team. If he goes and the fans don't really like him, I mean, I don't even want to see him in another uniform, but let's just be honest. Anywhere he goes, fans are going to love him because he's lovable. I think that Hassan Kim is going to show the Padres this year that he needs to be signed for a long time and he needs to be the shortstop of the future. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but Fernando Tatis Jr. is probably not going to be playing shortstop outside of a couple days here and there for a really long time because they're the Padres are good with shortstops. I mean, they have Jackson Merrill in the minor leagues who's a shortstop, but he really can play anywhere. We know that. But you have Xander, you have Manny who can play shortstop, you have Jake Cronenworth who can play shortstop. Basically, the entire infield is interchangeable. I don't know that you're putting Manny at second base, but I think he could play second base if you put him there. He could definitely play first base if you put him there, but no one's going to put him at first base. But Kim kind of, I mean, it's not anything of a, a secret that he wants to stay with the team, but there's a little bit of a shot across the bow saying, hey, I want to do this, but... Will he stay with the team for the price that the Padres want to pay him? I'm just not sure. And I think they're going to have to get through this year first before they before they decide on an extension with him. 
they're not sure, you know, where they're going to be at later in the year. And I think they probably need to see how this season goes before they end up spending a bunch of money on another shortstop. Uh, Fernando is not, I don't believe is going to play center field. I see this a lot on the chat as well. Fernando needs to play center field. I don't know why we're, we're, we're so, I don't know why we're so fit, uh, fixed on Fernando moving positions after he just won the platinum glove. I think he should stay in right field. And as we talked about in the show earlier, someone asked Tony is right field, the hardest place to play at Petco park. And Tony agreed with him because there's so much ground to cover and it's almost better to have Fernando in right field than it is to have him in center field because that right field is extremely difficult to play. I mean, look at what we saw him do last year in right field. And I'm talking about one specific play and that would be him basically jumping over the wall to rob a home run. But that was incredible. And I don't know why you want to move him. Let him stay where he's comfortable. Let him play the position that he can excel at and be great at. They're going to find a center fielder. And with someone like Fernando Tatis Jr. playing next to you in the outfield, a center fielder is going to get a lot of help from that right field position. Bob says, keep Tatis in right field for his arm throwing to third base. I do love that. Annabelle says he's perfect in right field. His arm should be in right field. And without the shift, it's so important. That is also correct. Marco, he loves the crowd at home too. Yes, he does. Elisa says, selfishly, I have right field seats too. Yeah, that's the place to be if you're in Petco Park. That little Petco porch right there. Get right next to Fernando. And it's pretty fun to... It's actually pretty fun to to be up close to Fernando because he gets involved with the fans. Evan, the AI bot, is always saying random things in the chat. Always saying random things. Uh, All right. So earlier we talked about the... I don't know if anybody saw this or not, but the All-Star game, NBA All-Star game court was crazy. And we talked about this, I think it was last week, and we weren't really sure what to expect from it. But if you haven't seen it, you need to go and search for All-Star game. NBA All-Star Game, because you need to see this court. It's just one big LED screen, and they're playing basketball on it. And it's pretty incredible because you can move things around on the screen. You can actually, like, if someone steps on it, then you can, like, track their feet on the on the, the floor. But I was really surprised that even Chris Ello liked it. And I did not expect Chris Ello to like this court whatsoever. Now, do I want it to come to everyday basketball? I don't think so. I don't know that I want to see this every day, but it is kind of cool to see it here, you know, for the first time. But our technology is getting, that technology is getting so good. And we were even talking about it would be cool if they did do something with this court from, you know, every every single game. You could move the three-pointer back if you want to, if it's, uh you know, if you want a four-point play or you know, if a team's not shooting well, you can move it in for them. But you can just customize this court in any way you want, and it's pretty cool. I just saw on the bottom of the MLB Network screen, someone in our chat, NY Mike 8, he is, he's been on it for a while. He's wanted the Padres to sign Daniel Vogelbach to, as a DH. Daniel Vogelbach is off the board. He is now going to be 
signed to a minor league deal with the Blue Jays. So I guess Vogelbach wasn't even on the Padres radar if he's getting a minor league deal with them. We'll see. Maybe he finds that he doesn't want to be in Toronto and he ends up being a free agent again or something. I don't know. Daniel Vogelbach, though, not a bad hitter. Not a bad hitter at all. I'm going to bring up something that is, before we get into the daily gripe, because the daily gripe is kind of funny, but I want to bring up something that was brought to my attention actually during the show, and it was pretty pretty insane, I got to say. And it, it's it's a sad story. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But I think it's important to talk about it because someone that I knew from high school and someone that I had talked to maybe in the last probably around 10 years ago, I this person did get heavily involved with things they shouldn't get involved with. They had, you know, a substance abuse problem. But I was sent a text message today saying that the. the kid I went to high school with was murdered. And I say it like that because it was a shock. And because this is something that now I don't know anything about it. I just read the news article, which didn't have information, but I know that this person struggled for a long time with substances. And so if you are someone who's struggling with substances, just know that tomorrow is not guaranteed. And tomorrow is not something that you are going to always have. And he, I, I, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it, but I want to know more information about this. And he, I think he just got involved with the wrong people. I should stop speculating because I really don't know. Bottom line is, if you are someone who has substance abuse issues and you are trying to get yourself better, go for it. Do it. Because you need to take yourself out of those situations. And it's it's weird. It's weird to, to get a text message. You know, again, I wasn't really close to this guy, but I did know him and I have talked to him here and there for the last, you know, in the last 10 years. But it's very unfortunate. And he was my age, 38 years old. So, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. And I really just wished that he got the help that he needed when he could, and he didn't. So this is what happens when things of that nature occur. I mean, when you hang out with the wrong people, bad things can happen to you. So I'm going to get into the daily gripe, but that was a little bit heavier than I thought. I just wanted to pass along that message to everyone because we're going into a three-day weekend. Please, everyone, be safe out there. Please don't do bad things. Please just care about each other. And tell one of your friends that you, you you appreciate them because you never know if they're going to be there the next day. What's annoying Scraby today? Let's find out. It's time for the Daily Gripe. All right. I know it's kind of weird for me to go into the Daily Gripe here, but uh, my Daily Gripe today is about myself and it's about my age. I'm 38 years old, as I just said. And I have been finding something very annoying, and that would be my eyebrows. My eyebrows are getting like old man eyebrow length. It's crazy. I had to actually, for the first time in my life, I had to go and get them cut when I, the last time I got my hair cut. And so every once in a while, I feel like my eyebrow is like out of whack. And it's because my long, 
freaking eyebrows are getting so long because I'm getting old. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, I'm telling you. I don't like the whole getting old thing. And more and more things are starting. I've already had the gray hair. I already have a gray salt and pepper beard. But man, man, oh man, did the eyebrows throw me for a loop. I got to tell you, they really did throw me for a loop. All right. No, I don't have hair growing out of my ears, NY Mike 8. I'm going to trim them up, I promise you. I'm way over on time. Thank you to everyone for making this week awesome. Thank you to everyone for joining me on The Scraby Show. Gwen and Chris, Ben and Woods, Annie and Elston. And have a great three-day weekend. And make sure you take care of yourself. Tell someone you care about them. Scraby, out. It's very dorky, I know. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.